0: With Family Constellation, we finally bring back the order. We finally make peace with what was. We finally accept what you did receive and what you did not receive.
2: Ah. <laughs> finally, finally, it's working. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Here
1: we are in Boston. Lindsay and I in Boston.
2: <laughs> we're hanging outside hotel life. We uh, we know we're in Boston because
1: because someone said we should put our podcast on Barstool Sports oh, Podcast man. Network.
2: <laughs> so we huh? were, we had our Soul Cycle ride this morning. One, can we just say that? Boston has been, um, so incredible because what's happening is like needed. It's actually needed. So sometimes in LA, like we're with all of our wellness friends and you know, mm-hmm. they just know what's up, know what's happening and it almost feels a little, uh, they feel a little jaded by it. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a great wellness event in Boston. Yeah. It is all new, all and new, fresh. And they're just like hungry for it. So it was so rewarding and so amazing to connect with everyone. Anyway, we were at our soul cycle ride this morning and we had a guy there. Uh, I, I think one of the girls brought her boyfriend. He was so, they were so cute. And he's like, I really, uh, you know, I I honestly think that you should ask Bastl Sports if they'll pick up almost 30. <laughs> I was like... Bostul, I was in the shower. Thank God! I was literally thinking, "Thank God, Chris is not here because she would not be able to contort her face to create a smile." Mm-mm. I was, I go Bostul. I was like, "Oh, um, I was like, really? Do you think it's a, it aligns?" He's like, "Well, you know." Like my friend, he just his podcast was picked up. It's called Chicklets and Sticks. <laughs> it's a it's a hockey podcast, and I was like, "Oh, crazy!" And you're um, like, "Oh,
1: maybe we can cross promote."
2: It's <laughs> literally like, "What the?" Maybe fuck? we could tap into each other's audiences. What is happening? Meanwhile, I was on Barstool Sports when I was a freshman in college. Because I, I think I had submitted a my belly. photo for Barstool Sports and got rejected. What you submitted your probably. own photo, probably. I think I feel like I dudes think, are supposed to submit these photos without the girls' consent, and then they're put up I can't up confirm there. or deny if I've done that. Jesus. I'm not sure.
1: So you know, but, like, girls see it, and it's like, oh, my God, what? I'm so embarrassed. And they're like, yes. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. Literally, like, my dad, like, found it. And I was no. Like, Sorry. I mean, it wasn't
2: a bad photo. It was literally... Like, like, glittered number of like my friend on the football team. Like, it oh. I had like a belly shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like on so my stomach. So, not that bad. Dude, they get crazy though. I don't think, I think it's gotten worse. I'm sure it has. I've never been on the site. I, besides what I saw. Honestly, it's, that's
1: like my hell. Yeah. That kind of shit is mm-hmm. solo vibe.
2: <laughs> a solo vibe. So, we are on basically, we, uh, last day of the leg of this Last part day of the leg the of this tour It's
1: getting really weird We I'm, are getting weird We're getting really weird. weird I'm getting really, really odd I'm <laughs> really, really odd right now uh, I just want to be like Dirty and Yeah Gross and Well, we are I know we <laughs> I are. don't. I think we're check. We're doing well on that Yeah, check, check <laughs> You should see our I feet I don't want to hear my <laughs> Fucking voice anymore mm. I don't want to hear myself talk <laughs> I don't want to see another photo of myself <laughs> Unless it's from our event and people are posting it, yeah, man, it is. Which makes me
2: happy. <sighs> New it's, York it's City a task. We had our Soul Cycle ride. Mm-hmm. We had our um, two events. The one in Brooklyn, we had seventy women show up. It was incredible with Alexander Roxo and Ruby Warrington. Like,
1: crushed, crushed it. it,
2: crushed it. Me and Lindsay
1: are real like. We're very particular when people come and speak and it's really like, you know, we have a vision and we really want you guys to get as much value as you can. So when they came out and they spoke, crushed it.
2: Well, first of all, we just, we know Alexandra really well. This was the first time meeting Ruby and she is such an angel. Alexandra, I mean, you always say number one girl crush. Number one girl crush. Mm -hmm. She is like so fine. Mm -hmm. And Ruby was so vulnerable. I was obsessed with her just being like, I'm an introvert, this is hard for me. And literally half the room was like, "Uh uh-huh, me too. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful. People hung out for like hours after. We had to close
1: down the club. Yeah, we shut down the fucking club. And then Wednesday.
2: Wednesday we had 200 people show up. Mm -hmm. To the assemblage. The assemblage, thank you so much. Honestly, we could not have been Mm -hmm. as grounded as we were if it were not for us having stayed at the assemblage it is a little sanctuary in the middle of Mm -hmm. the financial district downtown manhattan like it is a sanctuary we were so lucky this space was magical 200 of you showed up Mm -hmm.
1: yeah we were lucky with our stay we stayed at the hotel indigo on sunday night which is in the best location Mm, um lower east side it is like Honestly, I kept saying, I'm like, I want to live in this location right by Soho, right by NoHo, right? At, like, just the best, right by Houston Street. And it was beautiful. Our room was amazing. The rooms are huge there. Huge. They have that pool deck. I mean, that was the bomb. And then, yeah, the assemblage, which was our, you know, apartment for the rest of the week, mm-hmm. allowed us, like, a space to live and then have our event and be able to go down, you know, to our event and then come up after. When, I mean, that was, it was Dude. I saw Lindsay in a in a way that's never I that was you really showed out. Thanks. It was crazy. Like I was like Well we had a- I had nothing to say. I had nothing more to add to what you said.
2: I didn't expect, I guess we had Milana Snow and you know how we feel about Milana. Yeah. I mean, it's such Enough such said. it's a, such a privilege to have her at any event. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've been doing personal work with Milana. That's been really, really special. Um, and I've just been, I've, I've had a really hard time, uh, speaking my truth very hard. Um, and I don't know why I've literally been a performer my entire life, but maybe that's the problem is that I've been reading someone else's script. And so trying to flip the script, trying to flip the script on you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's hard because I'm, I have a voice inside that's constantly judging everything I'm saying, which is real fucking annoying. If you uh, relate, raise your hand. Mm -hmm. Um, not if you're driving, keep it. Yeah. Keep it it on, on, keep it on the wheel during the Reiki meditation or the Reiki healing. Um, I got so emotional, didn't expect to. I literally just felt like the floodgates of my heart open up and I think it was because so many people in that room were sending love to us and it was like actually the craziest thing I've ever felt in my life. And I like had this series of just having so much love for people in my life that I didn't expect to like actually feel that love for in that moment. I, I literally like my ex-boyfriend that I cheated on. I, you know, you know the story, I guess. And um, he's getting married in September. And I literally felt the most love for him and his fiance, mm-hmm. like ever. I don't talk to them. Don't even know what's going on. But I was just like so happy for them and that felt that felt like a healing that i needed and i didn't know i needed it cuz i'm like over it but i think subconsciously i'm not i don't know it's like a weird thing so anyway i just felt so much love i also like you're over yeah, until you meet the next one yeah no, i swear to true. god it's so true and i've met people in between but i just felt like oh like i need to just like love them so much cuz i am so happy for them, anyway. Um, yeah, man, you brought down the fucking house, and I was bawling. We were, we were both On control.
1: We were all bawling. Uh, bawling on stage. It was like I cannot wait to see the video on how
2: fucking Kim K cry face. <laughs> you, you have the best cry. Fuck you. No, no, in the in the best way. I'm dead serious. I'm, I am dead ass on this. I don't even know what that means because I just we're so close. So I, I just. R- <laughs> I know but like it was like it was crazy you can't control we were
1: bawling and then Danica, who who just moved here you know spoke her truth and she's just the best and i was just like okay everyone i love can stop talking and everyone was just like i
2: know it's overwhelming people showed my mom was there
1: her mom was there it was like just too much it was too much i mean and in in you know we're important to being there for people but we're there and we're connecting and but people are connecting with each other. You know, these women are just meeting each other and
2: connecting and loving. And it was just, it was insane. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone mm-hmm. that showed up um, this past week and a few days in, in Boston and New York. Man, yeah, and Boston was so fun. Oh, Boston was the so- girls were so
1: cool. Cool. I'm so excited for them and the future of Boston.
2: I honestly felt- there was a moment where I was like, oh, these are the women that are going to change Boston. 100%. Because the city needs needs to be changed a little mm-hmm. bit. It's way masculine. Way masculine. And like, there's no room. F- this is a very general statement, so please don't send hate mail. Um, but like, there's like no room for like creativity. There's no room to... Um, like, I don't even know. Feminine, man. Feminine, like Again, just feminine. be and like explore. Like it's mm-hmm. always just like nine to five, happy hour at six. Nine to five, <laughs> happy hour at six. Um, Fenway Park But on I don't, I, I truly believe not everyone wants wants to be doing that. But like it just is, so they do. Mm-hmm. And so I just. Get a job f- in go. consulting. Mm-hmm. Work and finance. No hate though, I mean. No hate. But I can guarantee that those people in consulting are creative souls yeah, and that they're not tapping into it. And that if they did, that their entire life would change doesn't mean you have to quit your consulting job, but it does mean that maybe, you know. And I'm just echoing the sentiment that we heard last night from the girls.
1: Exactly. About Boston and feeling stuck. Exactly. And feeling like they hadn't found their tribe or community. So it was really nice to be able to start that. Totally. You know, and I feel like we... We really did, and we're excited to kind of see, see them take it on for themselves and continue to grow. Because our Chicago girls have a book club. Ugh. Shy Ladies, book club, what's up? I know. What book are they reading? I'm actually, we need to write book, I'm, I'm sad, sad the that they
2: didn't invite up. us. I know. <laughs> Even though I actually was in like 100 book clubs, and I never read the book. I, I never, ever I'm do the homework. Never them all. Never do the, it's, you're at a low point when you read, read um spark notes for your book club wow which i've done that's amazing
1: were you Do like yeah we, were you a part you. of
2: that book club that we did in la with beth and all them yeah but i didn't even fuck around i didn't fuck around like i read oh okay yeah i tried to fake it a little bit and then i was like oh they're asking actually thoughtful questions and i was I like where's the say. fucking dip Yeah, literally. Who brought the hum? Literally, it's like, where's the fucking chip and dip?
1: Give me some dip and shut the hell up.
2: (laughs) We should start a book club and like, like... Let's call it the book snub. We'll like pick the book, but it won't actually be a book. It won't even exist. Yeah, people just get it, and they'll just show up. Yeah, it'll be like an Instagram account
1: of like baby animals. (laughs) Be like, did you see that one post of the ducklings jumping into the pool for the first time? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Be like, yeah, yeah." "Yeah, that was sick. Made me think a lot
2: about taking chances.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man.
2: Any business we should discuss before Let's we get see. into this episode. Where are we? Okay. Yeah. Business. Business. Coming up, we have our female founders panel in LA, August Ow. 8th. We're so excited. Sage wellness, honey. Sage wellness. Um, it's going to be insane. These women are uh, so smart. Yeah. So cool. And like no bullshit. And if you so cool. are an entrepreneur or something, you know, is like, or even if you just like want to be inspired by badass women, like please come mm-hmm. come hang. Um, it's going to be awesome. August 8th stage six 30 to eight 30 sponsored by snow monkey, which is an amazing vegan ice cream. Oh. Uh, that is so good. Anyway, we also have a uh, Seattle and Portland. Uh, no Seattle coming up in August. So I, I'm ahead of myself, but August Seattle 11th. Yeah. August 11th in Seattle with Natalie miles. Oh my God. At the riveter. That's going to be amazing. Down. I
1: can't wait. Justin's going to be there. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, now we're going to get
2: 85 more ticket sales Honestly, in the next five minutes. The girls last
1: night, they're like, literally, like, Hi they're like, where's Justin? I'm
2: like, what? Wait, is he ready for this? Is he ready oh, I for can't the wait. fans? I know.
1: He will have fans. He's, he's going to have like, to sign boobs. I know. I if would mom I'd be okay with that. If mom lets. I would let. Okay. I'm kind of feeling
2: like whatever lately. About what? Just like do your thing. <laughs> I feel so confident. I'm actually feeling like bringing someone into the (laughs) relationship.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm feeling like I think it's time. (laughs) Chris to the swinger. Yeah, I think this is time to come out. This is almost 40. Yeah, Yeah, honestly. (laughs) I probably will, dude. I probably will swing at some point. Or no, not swing. I'll probably maybe bring someone in. That's like the most untrue thing I've ever
2: heard you say. Yeah, that's probably
1: true. This is literally like, (laughs) there we go. Flip it and say it's true. (laughs) This is eight days on tour and having on tour and talking about serious things for like a hundred hours of the day. Honestly, I don't even know what to say anymore.
2: I just want to like, I do know that if anyone saw our feet right now, my feet, we would, we would lose probably 3000 followers off of our Instagram. Uh, I always think about that. I'm like, what happens when I get famous
1: and like people start like uh celebrity feet and they take pictures of me and I get ranked zero on the celebrity feet
2: scale. Or you just get put in the,
1: Oh, they're real people too. Maybe. (laughs) Put in the troll category.
2: Troll. Trolly Um, troll.
1: Okay. So August 11th, Seattle mm -hmm. with Natalie Miles. Make sure you listen to the episode with Natalie Miles. We talk about finding your spirit guide, tapping into your intuition, all of the things there. And then uh, we have a little break, which will be nice. And then happening in September, we're in Portland on September 20th. And then we are there for Spark. So that's an event that Lindsay and I are talking at. And then we have uh, that next week on Tuesday, the 25th of September, we're having an event with Susie Batiz of Poopery at her house. So that's going to be really magical. And um, that we have uh, probably about 10 tickets left at this time. So make sure you get your ticket for that since that's going to be pretty intimate. Mm. And then on the 27th, we're going to be in Austin. So that'll be fun, fun, fun to be in Austin, And then San Diego is now on the site. So people have been asking about San Diego. So make sure you check the site to buy your tickets for San Diego. That also has a limit and that will sell out pretty quick. So make sure you get your ticket for for San Diego.
2: Yeah gonna be great it's gonna be really fun That's gonna be just a great day and special yeah, yeah pretty unique um i just want to read a review real quick before oh. we get into this episode all right the title is the best tribe five stars let me start by saying that this is only the second review i've ever written i Who's literally couldn't one? go without writing one for this podcast that's how great it is and has added so much value to my life Lindsay and Krista have the best guests. Keep things so grounded and real as advertised. And I can't say enough about how much I love their Facebook group. Hands down the best tribe. Do yourself, and, do yourself a favor and subscribe to this podcast. Life-changing in the best ways. Courtney. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks, Thank Courtney. you. Yeah, they're so wow. Cool. Yep. You
1: guys are like, yeah, very similar vibes. <laughs> You know, good vibes. Yeah. I felt immediately
2: relaxed. Magical. <laughs> I'm I know, like, I love this room. <laughs> I feel like I, it's such a great I'm chilling. Room. I took off my shoes. I'm real rude. I'm no, sorry. No, no, do it. Please. I'm sorry. Like, do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're like half airing out No, No, they're fine. Well, we're so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we've been running around the city and this one um, we've been really looking forward to. It speaks a lot to us and something that we've never actually um the idea of it speaks a lot to kind of the work that we've been doing recently just thinking about our own family history and um you know the weight that has been carried through generations um, or the curiosity thereof mm-hmm. that has been carried through. So it's something that we haven't really used as a mode to explore and gain insight. So we're just really, really excited. Would you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, yeah, sure. Um,
0: so thank you so much mm-hmm. for having me. My name is Maureen Celini and I was born in France 33 years ago. Yesterday was my birthday actually. Happy so. birthday. Oh,
1: happy birthday. here it is. Are you Gemini? No, I'm Cancer cancer. Oh.
0: cancer, is a crabby. It's yeah. a crabby one. And um, I moved to America 10 years ago. I spent five years in Miami, okay, a few months in California. And then I finally moved to New York, the Big Apple, mm. to launch my business. And it's been an amazing adventure. Uh, challenging sometimes, mm. of course, you know, but I have been... Um, Discovering myself more and more and this is what I like about my job too it's not only for my mm-hmm. clients it's also for me mm. like knowing myself better understanding myself better learning from others too you know like it's not only giving it's also receiving a lot and I'm just passionate about my work I'm passionate about family constellations and um, yes right now I know that I am where I'm supposed to be And I'm actually looking for a publicist, you know, right now, because I wrote my book, you know, I self-published it in 2015. So I want to go bigger with Family Constellations because obviously everyone has a family. We all have a mom, we all have a dad, you know, and, you know, most of the time we all have struggles, you know, with them, understanding them, accepting them, respecting them as they are, you know. Yes, this is what I want. I want peace in family. Mm-hmm. I want love. I want acceptance. I want respect. And right now, this is my work and my dedication mm. to all of the families out there working um, on understanding um, each family members better. So, yeah. If you
1: want to get big. That's why, that's why you're here. You <laughs> got our podcast. So big Apple. Literally, Big Apple, almost 30 podcasts. This is your launching point. <laughs> um, what made you move to Miami from France.
0: I always felt that I was done with my country of origin. It was just over. Like not over, like I need to run away from something or someone. It was just a deep intuition, a deep feeling that, okay, I'm 23. I'm ready to see something else. You know, Mm. I'm ready to move somewhere else. And it was made with... Peace and serenity, you know, like no harsh feelings, no anger, not running away from my family, not running away from a former boyfriend. It was just my life as a young adult starting. And America was not my first choice, actually. I thought at first I was going to move to Argentina, but then America became my destination. Miami at first was easier. Like, there is a strong French community over there, so it was easier for me to meet people and learn English because, of course, I did learn English in school, but it was not the same. So, yeah, it was just like following my instinct. Mm. Like, I wanted to move and I did it. Wow. With no plan. (laughs) No plan. No plan at all. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I had everything, you know, my communication uh, diploma, my psychology,
2: also, but I was like, Okay, let's see. Wow. And how did you, one, I'd love for you to go into what Family Constellations is, Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. but did you have experience in your own life, like with your own family that kind of... Yes, I did.
0: So I studied psychology because at first I wanted to become a psychologist. And then finally, at the end of my studies, I was like, well, something is missing. So I moved to America Miami was my first uh, destination. And long story short, I hit rock bottom around the age of 25. I was depressed, unhappy, miserable, and I could not figure out why. Because I had everything. You know, I was young, living in Miami, a lovely family, lovely friends, money, you know, like, well, everything was great. And so I started discovering the spiritual journey. The Law of Attractions, Abraham Hicks, The Secret. And I had my first mentor, Michelle Blechner. And she was the one who introduced me actually to Family Constellations. One day she came back from New York and she was like, "Marine, I discovered something great. And I was like, okay, what is it again? You know, like, <laughs> I don't care, you know, like, I'm just like depressed. And she was like, no, 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 no. It's big. You have to try. It's going to blow your mind. And I was like, well, I have nothing to lose, you know. So I tried, and I was like, okay, this is a real deal. It was just an awakening. It was a missing link that I've been looking for, you know, like a few years now. And I will always remember what I worked on the first time. It was my love life. I was sure I was miserable with my boyfriend's, you know, dates because of my father it was him, you know, like he was a guilty one. Okay. That it's your fault because you were not there for me. You were emotionally unavailable for me, you know, like you just screw up. And then with my family constellations, you know, like me being in the field, I was like, ah, okay, maybe the story is different. Maybe woman in my family are pretty bold, pretty independent, you know, like maybe we also have our share in that, you know, and maybe our men are pretty weak. A lot of gamblers, sexual addicts, you know, like a lot Mm -hmm. of things like that. Why women actually, we had to stay strong, you know, for them. And even maybe at some point we did emasculate them, you know, like, okay, we are the strong one, you know, we have the power, And so maybe me, I was also doing it, you know, like, let me take care of you, you know, like, oh, you're an addict. Do not worry. I'm a nurse now, you know, I'm just going to take care of you and I'm not going to take care of myself. And so slowly but surely, I discovered another story, just the reality of my story. What really happened to my father? Mm -hmm. What really happened to my mother? And this was life changing because finally... I was responsible for my life. I was 25 years old and it was not the fault of my father, either my mother, actually. It was just me unconsciously repeating something that I have seen, that I have heard, that I have felt, that I have perceived like I need to pick only weak men in order to be a strong and independent woman. Mm. So this was my first approach you know like my first um, touch to family constellations and then for one year I worked on myself I worked on my story I worked on understanding all of my behaviors my issues my patterns and then finally I was like okay I'm ready so I moved to New York because there is an institute here the Bert Hellinger Institute he's a founder of family constellations is, right now, is 95 years old, so it was one of his students, Cissy Tucker and Mark Wallin, who were my teachers. And so, again, I studied for one year, and then I was like, okay, let's do it, because I love it. For me, it makes sense, just total sense. Mm. So, yeah.
1: What mm. is it? So, yeah. what is Family Constellations? So,
0: Family Constellations helps to uncover and dissolve any blockages affecting your relationship, your health, your finance, your career, through the lens of your family, your family's story, your heritage. Because you have to know that unconsciously, when we are a child, we think that our first mission is to save our family. It's to take care of mom and dad. If is depressed, okay, I may become depressed too, so then Mummy won't be alone anymore. Or maybe I'm just going to be the funny one, the funny son. And so Mummy will laugh and laugh and then she won't be sad anymore. Or maybe my father is a famous attorney right now. And so at some point, I'm just going to take over, you know, and I'm going to run the firm, you know, for him because this is what he wants me to do. Or maybe mom had three abortions. And I'm just also going to have three abortions. Because then we stay all connected, all together. Because what we need as a woman or as a man is to be seen, to be heard, and to be recognized. With the three elements, we feel that we belong, that we have a place. That no matter what we will do, we will always be able to come back to that place, that family, that strong foundation. But most of the time, or sometimes I will say, we did not feel seen. We did not feel hurt. We did not feel recognized. And then we're angry or frustrated or miserable. And we are just going to replay, to repeat the same dynamics over and over again. But through our friends, with our work, with our coworkers, until we finally um, are able you know, to understand what happened to me. Because a little boy or little girl, we couldn't ask questions, maybe. We were not able to understand, you know, like the difference between our own perception as a young boy and the perception, you know, from our parents, like, no, it was nothing. How many times, you know, I'm sure you already asked this question to your mom, hey, mom, do you remember, you know, that time where you did say no and I took it really personally and your mother isn't be like... I don't remember that, you know. My mom always says, that
1: was your other mother.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that was your other mother, (laughs) literally. (laughs) You know, it's just like we don't perceive, you know, the same event, you know, the same moment as all of us. You know, like your mom's perception is going to be different from yours perception and your dad's perception also is going to be different. And so Family Constellation helps to reunify the story. The order. Because there is an order in the family. How many times I have clients who took over mom's role or dad's role. I'm going to do it for you, mom. Mm-hmm. Because either they
2: couldn't do it or they exactly. When it continued. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And but that's it, like a subconscious like it's pressure. Subconscious.
0: It's completely subconscious. It's completely unconscious. And when it's unconscious, you cannot heal because you cannot understand it. It's when it becomes conscious that you can finally work on it Mm -hmm. and then be responsible. So, this is the difference between being a child and being an adult. Normally, when we become an adult, we are conscious about our behavior, you know, about our words, how we act, how we react. A child, we're pretty selfish. It's all about us. You know, please look at me, mom. Please look at me, Mm -hmm. dad, you know. But normally, as an adult, we make room for others, except that our little girl, or little boy, still waiting to be seen and to be heard is like waving, hey, please, no, no, it's not working, it's not working, I don't understand, I don't understand, so let me take care of it. Mm. And so with Family Constellation, we finally bring back the order, we finally make peace with what was, we finally accept what you did receive and what you did not receive. Because here is also the big difference. It's one thing to accept what you did receive. It's another thing to accept what you did not receive.
2: Mm. And
0: this is where you can keep the grudge on it, like no, my mother did not give me her attention when I was 12 years old. So I'm just going to hold on it and then I'm going to ask reparation for it. But until when? Until 50 years old, 55 years old? Are you really going to spend your life, you know, still asking for your mom, you know, like her recognition? Or are you ready to move on?
2: So in what ways would you, you know, guide someone to move on? Is it a com is it interaction with that parent or parents? Is it's all inner work? It's all inner
0: work because your entire family is already within mm-hmm. yourself, your body, your cells, your spirit, your mind. First of all, the work most of the time starts with your inner child, because here he or she is the one who did suffer from it. Not you as an adult. You are just carrying a memory, but that's it. You are not the one experiencing Mm. it, but you are the one who can heal it. So we are going to start with a little boy, little girl, telling him or her that you are important. I see you today. I hear you today. I recognize you today. You have a place and you are not in charge anymore. How many people think they are in charge of others? We are not. We can help. We can be here. But we cannot do it for them. If your mom is depressed, unfortunately, and yes, it's pretty sad. It's awful. But no matter what you will do, she will never heal through you, through your own life. So there is also a respect toward her destiny, his destiny. I trust you, I trust your life. This is also a sentence that we say a lot for um, addictions. When one of your siblings you know, is a drug addict, the only thing that you can do is trust him, trust his life. This is how you empower mm. people. Having pity is not gonna help because you are diminishing that person. Mm-hmm. You are disowning that person. And when actually you see that person whole and complete, okay, right now you're a drug addict. I'm not gonna fight anymore. I'm not going to have pity for you. I'm just going to respect that moment in your life. And maybe you are going to survive and I will be more than happy to be here at the end of that tunnel. And maybe not. Maybe your life is going to take another direction. But who am I to judge? Yeah, I'm just here to be an example, you know? Mm And this is, what, this is where it starts with our family. The so more respect and acceptance we have toward our family and especially toward mom and dad, the so more respect we'll have for ourselves and also for others, our mm. friends, love life, you know,
1: coworkers, and so on. For um, our listeners, can you explain the inner child, like so what the- an inner child is? The inner
0: child is your mini version, <laughs> like your little boy or little girl. Like, for example, my name is Maureen, so I have my little Marine, And she's the one who experienced a few things, you know, like the fear of being abandoned or the fear of not being enough or not being loved. And so she grew up and she became me, the adult self. But now she's asking for answers. She's asking to the big Marine, Marine, please, can you tell me what happened here? Because I did not understand, you know, why dad uh, did not listen to me or did not give me permission to date, you know, that boyfriend, you know, or so on, depending on the story. And so the adult self normally has to listen to that part. The part, you know, when you have those toxic thoughts over and over again, I'm not good enough. Is not going to like me i'm not going to be appreciated at work you know this is your little girl little boy as an adult we can self-analyze we can rationalize you know we can be like okay this i understand and this i don't understand a child cannot do that it's all about feelings you know it's all about emotions so we are like a shelter for inner child guiding her guiding him And the work that we do in therapy or any healing modalities, it's just a reconnection between your inner child and your adult self because you are just the same person, just having two different perceptions, one perception that is led by your emotion and feelings and another one that is led by more like your um, analyze, you know, like rational
1: um, self. Left brain. Yeah, Mm -hmm. left brain. And how would one, how would if you were to take someone through, you know, the process, how do you identify blocks in their family constellation? So it always
0: starts with what are you struggling with right now? And it can be anything. It can be eating disorders. It can be my love life sucks. It can be a few miscarriages, unfortunately, or Mm. abortions or bankruptcy or losing a lot of money, like anything. And so from that, I'm going to ask a few questions regarding your family. The different dynamics. What's the story of your mom, your dad, any miscarriages, any murder, any addictions, anything that may be relevant for right now the issues that you're dealing with. And from that, then, when I work in private, well, you won't be able to see the footsteps, but Mm -hmm. I use this Mm -hmm. (laughs) to create the constellation. This all of the footsteps and when I do workshop it's we use um, it's with, you know, like other um, person, you know, like mm-hmm. so they're going to represent, you know, like maybe a mother, a father, an uncle, you know, whatever also will be relevant for the family constellation. And this represents the constellations, the family constellations. Because regarding where you are going to place those footsteps, it's going to create the subconscious dynamic that's right now it's happening and that you cannot deal with it. And so you are going just to tell me how you are feeling right now. And it can be anything. Your subconscious is going to react. Your body is also going to react. Maybe you are going to feel a few tensions in your body because our body is our best memory, actually. Mm -hmm. The body remembers everything while actually the mind can shut off, you know, on a few things. And so from that, I will give you a few resolution sentences, like really simple one, like, you are my mother. I am your daughter, or thank you, mom, I will do better. Just a few sentences that will recall the emotion or feelings that Uh. have been repressed. And from that, you heal. Because finally, your left brain and your right brain are going to communicate. They're going to work together. When we talk about trauma, we always think about big things, you know, like a kidnapping, a murder, sexual abuse. But actually, trauma means anything that you are not able to understand, that you are not able to process. So it stays stuck, okay? Because your right and left brain were unable to communicate. So you just reacted with your emotions, so the right side of your brain. And because the left side of your brain could not, you know, talk. Your right side, you could not understand. So, what we do in therapy, and especially in behavioral therapy or family constellation therapy, is we reconnect your entire brain in a way. So, then your emotions can be processed through your thoughts, and your thoughts can be processed through your emotions. And this is how it works.
2: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like. You know, people that I know or my own experience where that inner child, when it hasn't had the conversation to work out all of the questions that it's had, it it just shows up as this irrational self, you know, even though the emotions are very real and that is truth for them, but it's like that disconnect between answering the questions the child is asking the why did this happen or, you know. That's really interesting. What has been perhaps the most common question of the inner child that in your work that you've seen, whether it's death or abuse, like I don't.
0: I think it's not being seen. Mm. And it can be through sexual abuse, violence, absent father, absent mother. It's not that common you know Mm -hmm. like most of the time it's a father Mm -hmm. who is absent guys Mm -hmm. Um,
1: (laughs) it's it's being seen yeah it's really being seen you know and being seen meaning like actually seeing that person for who they are like in the best light yeah or like it's it's that soul-to-soul connection it's just like
0: mom dad I want you to see me as I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be angry. I don't want to tie my hair in pink, you know, Mm -hmm. and get three piercings, you know, Mm -hmm. like, or be an addict to be seen. Mm -hmm. I just want to be recognized as I am. Mm -hmm. Because at first, our parents, they do set up an identity for us. Or you're a girl or you're a boy, you're going to help mommy cooking, you know, tonight Mm -hmm. because you're a little girl. And my boy is going to play soccer with me because, hey, he's a boy, you know, Mm -hmm. but maybe your boy, he just wants to dance. Mm -hmm. He wants to go to ballet and maybe your girl, she wants to, I don't know, like climb in the trees, Mm -hmm. you know, like and be a free spirit. So this is the first identity that you give to your kids. And normally through becoming a teenager, you are going to break up from that identity you are going to break free and hopefully becomes the dual that you want to be this is when you know like there is that passage like thank you so much remenda for your job but i'm just going to discover now who i am who is a real me and it's actually pretty healthy to be like against, you know, like your parents for just a few Mm. years, you know, like, no, I'm just going to say no to your principles. You know, I'm just going to build my own belief system, my own principles. And of course, you know, like when finally you are done with that teenager phase, you are like, oh, like a few things actually that you gave it Mm. to me. The respect, you know, like in being polite and um, hardworking, you know, but this is important. And so this is why... Like by embracing every stage of your life, you can grow stronger and more mm. confident. But when one of your parents is going to ask you as a child, okay, please, mother me or father me, okay? Be the parent here. Okay, so where is my stage right now? Because I'm the child, I know that I am limited in my, you know, in my life. And right now my mommy is counting on me. This is a lot of pressure on her or his shoulders
2: like
1: wow I need to save my mom I need to take care of her but I don't know how what's an example of when a mom or dad needs their kid to take care of them dad left and
0: actually dad left because she was pregnant of me
2: Mm.
0: and she kept me Mm. she didn't get an abortion Mm. she didn't try
2: Mm.
0: I owe her something I owe her my life
2: Mm -hmm.
0: here's the thing Mm. so you are going to do anything to be sure that your mom is going to love you Mm. to be sure that you are not a mistake that it's not your fault if dad left that you are not guilty so you are going to be a brilliant student Mm. to be seen to be seen Mm. to still be loved you know like Mm. please
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because my mom, every day, she told me that my dad left when she when he knew that she was pregnant. So maybe it was my fault.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is how the child is going to understand it mm-hmm. while well, I did something wrong because
2: otherwise my dad would have stayed, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you work with almost like the opposite where, not the opposite, but if people have children, like, I'm just now. I'm like, oh my god! I'm so nervous to have kids. Mm-hmm. To yeah, raise you them Me too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, how do you then every day? I'm gonna be like, I see you. Exactly. I see you. I see
1: you. I see you. I see you.
2: Like you know, to allow them to discover and like have this conversation in the present moment, like as a parent to have enough awareness to see or recognize when maybe some like whether it's chaos or just disruption in the everyday could be affecting a child to have that open conversation, you know, dad left because I was pregnant with you and to kind of like flip that and, and kind of give her the reassurance or him, the reassurance that this is exactly how it's supposed to turn out. I am stronger because I am a stronger mother for you because of it. You are, you know, like, I just wonder, like, you have to be so present and aware in the moment to be able to, like, yes. like not do what maybe is expected, which is, you know, not really talk about it. Yes.
0: Um, so I don't work with children, mm-hmm. um, but I work with um, the parents, parents, you know. I always say, I'm not a mom yet, so I don't know the struggle, you know, like really hot half guys, like you're doing great. Mm-hmm. I think you need to talk to your child. Parents who keep a secret, like we're going to get divorced, but we are not going to tell the truth to our children until, you know, the final day, you know. I'm sorry, but they are wrong. Because our children, they can already feel it, that there is something wrong. And the thing is, they're going to make up stories.
2: Mm.
0: And it can go pretty far.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: While actually, when you're responsible, As two adults, you know what, we are going to talk to you because we trust you and we respect all of you. Mm,
2: The respect. The respect
0: also toward children. They understand everything. Everything. They feel anything. And they deserve that respect. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about your love life with your wife. Right now, you're not talking as a mother and a father. It's a wife and a husband issue. That you made the decision that you're just going to end it up here. But the mother and father will last forever. Mm-hmm. So just talk to your children with simple words. They do not need to know the entire story. Mm-hmm. They do not need to know all of the tiny details. They just need to know that they are loved And mom and dad are in charge. And same thing if dad left while mommy was pregnant. Yes, it happened. But it was not because of you. It was my story with your father. Mm -hmm. And I really love being your mother and you are not in charge of me. I will be okay. Mm -hmm. You are my son. You are my daughter. I made the choice to keep you. And so now we are going to move on. Yep. and same thing with anything I know um, a story you know like um, so my friend she has a sister and she also has a little brother but the little brother was adopted beautiful but the thing is at that time I think he was 8 or 9 years old and he still didn't know his story he still didn't know that he was adopted I think it's an offense He should know because it's part of his story. And I asked her, I was like, So, when do you think your parents are going to tell him the truth? And she was like, I don't think they're going to tell him. Mm. No, no, it's his story too, you know, like, and he will see that maybe he does not look like his father, you know, like, or whatever it is, you know, you cannot hide the truth. It's also his life, it's also his story, it's heritage. So, talk to your children, talk to your child. Mommy is sad. Just say it. Yes, mommy is sad right now. It's not because of you. I'm going to be fine. And this also allow your child or children to express our emotions too. Mm. Mommy, I'm sad. Mommy, I'm happy. That's okay. It's not the end of the world. It happens. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You become more confident to explore, to discover who you are and to give yourself permission to just feel. Mm -hmm.
1: And this, I think it's a gift. With the inner child work, do you... So say maybe you had... um, Your parents had a chaotic relationship growing up that was really challenging and affected you maybe subconsciously so how would you go about discovering how that affected you
0: most of the time by repeating out loud the resolution phrases okay. it's going to just reactivate the feeling and emotion mm. So I just trust your body's reaction, you know, like it can be a wave of tears, you know, like Mm. also it can be my client telling me, wow, I feel lighter. Mm. I've never felt that way, you know, now, Mm. but I do feel lighter. Mm. Yeah, it can be just with a few sentences, you know, a few phrases. As I say, the adult one is fine. If you're not fine, it's because your inner child Mm. is unsettled. Mm. What would those phrases sound like? What would they be like? It was not your fault. Uh. She's your mother, she's a big one. You are her daughter, you're as a little one. Also, you can give it back to her. Like for example, if you are depressed because you wanted to stay connected to your mother, you can give her back, you know, and she will be fine. There is a lot of resistance, giving back something. Mm. Like depression, abuse, violence, it's always like, but she's going to be fine I'm like yes, yeah, she will of course she will oh so you'd like give her back addiction yeah, or what?
1: yeah. Wow. yeah. whatever
0: like you're carrying you're bearing for oh. her too you know or for him you know mm-hmm. like it can also be for your grandmother that mm-hmm. you're doing it or for your grandfather or for your aunt that did commit suicide and you tried already twice so you're just going to be like my dear aunt today I give you a place in my family today I recognize that you committed suicide but i am not you i am isabel and you are michelle and i respect your life i respect your choice and now i can move on with my own life and with my own choice i do not need to do it for you
2: mm. how far back can it go just like generationally carrying the mm. weight or trauma
0: for generations Wow. Sometimes even more. Wow! But um, with family constellations, we focus on at least three generations, because when a woman is pregnant, she's pregnant of three generations: her generation, the generation of her baby That's coming, terrifying. and her baby. You know, as already, you know, her um, sexual organs. You know, like reproductive yeah. organs. You know, so here is a third generation. Hmm. So you are more impacted with, by your grandmother mother and then your own generation like to give you a quick um outlook of how you can be um, influenced by the past generations is your great-grandparents plus their siblings they determine your belief system the philosophy the story of your family like for example me my great grandmother was a badass, really independent, <laughs> strong woman, you know, was pretty in common, you know, like for that time. And so the story here was like, women are strong, legs are bold, they're mm-hmm. badass and men are pretty weak. My great grandfather was a gambler, you know, like mm-hmm. an alcoholic, sexual addiction, you know, like. So here is a story, you know, like mm-hmm. women strong, men weak. OK, mm-hmm. then the grandparents, plus their siblings. It's all about emotions and feelings. Because this is through the grandparents that you can better understand your parents, their reactions, their behaviors, Mm, their emotions. If, for example, your grandfather was emotionally unavailable, maybe your father is too, because he did not get that example, you know, as a man expressing his emotion and his feelings, you know, telling his daughter, I love you. Then your parents plus their siblings, it's all about your identity, creativity, and sexuality. This is thanks to the sexuality of our parents that we are alive today, okay? a gift of life is through sexuality. The identity, because as I mentioned earlier, at first our parents, you know, they set up an identity for us, you know, like depending on their own expectations. And the creativity is how we are going to grow, how we are going to blossom, you know, are they going to trust us? Are they going to give us opportunity to learn? Or are they going to be afraid, you know, like for us? And then finally, our generation with our siblings or not, it determines how we share our environment, how we take our place. Like, let's say you have a really extravagant sister, so you're pretty shy because you're afraid of talking because every time you try to talk, your sister was like, no, 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 I'm singing, mm-hmm. I'm dancing, please, mom, look at me, look mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. So, so yeah, you
2: know, like. and that was 100%. Lindsay. 100%. <laughs> she she always, had sent a stage, like, baby. Uh, my sister would, like, be in the camera. She's like, so sweet. My sister's so sweet. She's yeah, like, hey, yeah. mom, can you just watch me do this cartwheel. And then I'd be like, "Ah!" like, the the wooden spoon in the face. Stealing, stealing, you know, but then also I think about like the way I affected my siblings. Poor little nuggets. It's not just parents, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like cross my own generation too. I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you that's fine. Give
0: it I, I give that example, you know, at the yoga class, mm-hmm. you know, you have the one who wants to be near the teacher. Like here mm-hmm. I am, you know, like please or you're the don't one care. in the corner, you know, corner. or you're the yeah. one who does not want to be near anyone, you know, so mm-hmm. she or mm-hmm. he pushes a mat, you know, away, mm-hmm. like please give me space, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want totally. to share. Like yeah. Look at a group.
1: Yeah. See how people, you know, like behave. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. First, yeah. What is the relationship with siblings? Like how how have they impacted you or how could you understand them? So the oldest one has the
0: toughest job. Lindsay. <laughs> I'm the oldest one. Mm-hmm. Youngest. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. And you think you're lucky. You're Easy the lucky road. One. You're the lucky one. <laughs> yes. Because the oldest one is the only child who... Um, has his or her parents for him or her for maybe just a few months or -hmm. just a few years. But you were the first one with the parents. And then the second one, the third one, there is already you. There is already kind of a wall, you know, between you and your parents. So most of the time, the oldest one takes a lot on his or her shoulders unconsciously. Mm. Okay, like, I'm just... And, you know, you can hear parents saying, oh, you're as a big girl now, you're as a big sister, so you're going to take care of your little brother, you know? Like, you're going to show him how you're well-behaved. Nope. It's not my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can also show him, you know, how to yeah. well behaved. you know, mm-hmm. like we ask a lot unconsciously still, you know, but to the oldest one, you know, we always ask more, you know, like, please, can you watch your sister? You know, yeah. please, can you help mommy? You know, like, can you do the grocery, you know, because I just need to take care of your other siblings, you know, like the youngest one, the luckiest one in a way, but you can also be seen as a baby,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like... We need to take care of you, like Mm -hmm. so protective, you know, like and you think like I cannot be independent, you know, I cannot fly on my own. I always need to um, tell, you know, what I'm going to do and how I'm going to act, you know. So there is no better position, you know, like it's just this is who you are, you know, Mm -hmm. like the the middle one. It may be also tricky. Who am I? Yeah. I'm not the oldest. I'm not the youngest. You know, so where is my place? Mm. You know, here.
2: Yeah, yeah. But everyone has an influence. Yeah, on you. Yeah. Wow. Is is there um, like a common like kind of gender role like or the way in which someone treats a certain gender? Like if they have an experience with their mother, do you see that translating across the board? not only in their, say it's a man and his mother, they have a certain type of relationship, and then does it translate just to the female partner, if they have a female partner, or is it kind of across the board to women? Do you do you know what I'm saying? Like the influence of your relationship? Of female we, Say he had a crazy mom or something. Yes, maybe. And so like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just like, can it be that general? It doesn't have you to be necessarily... Names. I'm just kidding. I know. Hold on your ass. I'm just kidding. But I'm thinking more even on a broader, sp- like, idea.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess then out- moving outside of your family. So if they have this relationship with your family, they would treat other people that same way?
2: Uh, other, like, women. Like, even yeah. if it's just, like, a woman in the office and say sh- she does something that's a little off and maybe he's triggered by... Mm-hmm. His mom. You know? Yeah, of course. It's that. Yeah, of course. And it, how... It, it will
0: influence. Yeah. You know, like, if your mom was mean you know, toward you. And let's say you are a boy, okay? So your mother was really mean, you know, like... Yes, you may be triggered, you know, by other women, you know, in your life. Maybe let's say your boss is also going to be pretty mean and you are going to become so a little boy because it's going to be the Mm. same dynamics that you used to experience with your own mother. And you need to break free from that because your boss is not your mother. Mm -hmm. So yes, of course, it can also... Or maybe, like, you have been spoiled by your mother, you know, like, oh, my God, he's my son. He's Mm. the best, you know, the best ever. Gross. And so now that son is going to ask (laughs) his girlfriend to take care of him. Mm,
1: Gross.
0: Like, can you cook for me? Can you clean, you know, like, can you do my laundry for me? Can you do whatever, you know, I want because I'm a prince, you know, my mother mm. told me I was a prince, you know. So now I want you also to take care of me. Mm. And then the woman's like, yeah, but I'm not your mother. So you're great, but you're not my prince. You know, I was not waiting for you. So it's either you're going to change, you know, or just stay with your mother, you know, because obviously she's better than I am.
1: Mm. Once you do this healing, like, I'm just trying to think if I was to heal in certain ways, like parts of my family constellation, what would I do then? Like, how would I exercise my healing with them? I guess I'm assuming, Uh, you know what I mean? How would I exercise that I've healed would it just be my perception of how everything's going yes. has changed it? Okay. Yes.
0: Because when your perception is going to change, everything is going to change too. And you're going to see your family, you know, differently. Also your partner, your friends, you know, your coworkers, yeah. anyone. So I think the exercise after a family constellation, after doing a deep work is practicing acceptance and respect. I see you as you are and I take you as you are. mm my reality may not be your reality.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And my perception may not be your perception. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to respect that.
2: Mm. So they have to do the work and find it on their own. Because I think like once you have kind of a realization about what is true, you kind of want to either talk to them about it or maybe bring them into the healing. But it's really you're saying it's not your responsibility.
0: No, of course you can share
2: your experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But
0: don't expect them to be like, oh, yes, I'm also going to do it you're no. right i am you know?
2: traumatized by mm-hmm. my like abusive father yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. it's just <laughs> I'm sorry you, really <laughs> <find
2: out. laughs> you know that's not funny at all the way yes um, we're no. so inappropriate yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> it's time. just
0: be responsible
1: for who you are mm. take charge that's for your like behavior wow and so as first steps for anyone, you would suggest that they take um, stock at their life and understand where they see blockages yep. and then sort of like work from there.
0: Yes. Okay. Because everything is connected to that primary foundation and this is your family.
2: Mm.
0: Everything starts there. It did not start with you, but it can end with you.
2: Mm.
0: Do you feel like we choose, do
1: you, do you subscribe to the belief that we choose our parents? Yes. Mm. Definitely, 100%. What do you think your lessons were from choosing your parents? It's hard to articulate that, because I'm trying to think of that too. So, from my
0: mother, Mm -hmm. but actually also from my father, I learned a lot about independence. I learned a lot about not being always triggered by my emotions. I'm a really sensitive person, and my parents, don't get me wrong, they're also emotional Mm -hmm. human beings, but... They're strong. You know, my, my father is half German and Prussian. You know, my mother is French. But they're strong people, you know, like they mm-hmm. just go on. You know, they're really independent. You know, my, my father is emotionally unavailable, you know. My mother a little bit less. But uh, I was a sensitive child. <laughs> I was a sensitive kid, you know, like crying, or like talking a lot, you know, mm-hmm. expressing myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And so thanks to my parents, actually, they also gave me a strong foundation, you know, like... It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to have your emotion, but it's not the end of the world, you know Like mm. just take a deep breath, you know, like settle. And this is a gift. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mom and dad, for that. Mm-hmm. because if I had also emotional parents, plus emotional me, it would have been a mess, I think. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's you know, my parents gave me what I did not have at first. And in return, I offered both of them okay can we speak now can we share our real emotions our real feelings you know can we go deeper you know like so here this is something that I got from them my mother also always told me be independent don't count on any men. And I was like, bullshit, mom, I'm -hmm. just going to find my man, and I'm going to get (laughs) pregnant, and I'm going to have children. I was like, no, I'm not a businesswoman, and look at at me right now. I'm running my own business, you know, so at some point she was right. She knew better on that. Mm.
2: I think that's a really good thing, and then it could also, at some point, be like a story that, like you were talking about before, really strong personality and... Very powerful yeah. and kind of make the man feel because a mess. Because the more I was rejecting
0: it, you know, the more I was yeah. refusing my heritage, mm.
2: actually, the more I was
0: creating that mess right. with my former boyfriends. So interesting. And it's finally when I took charge of my heritage, like, yes, we are strong. And so what? Mm. It's not a weakness. I am also made a strong man. Yeah. I can also be with a man that will make feel like a strong woman, too, and also vulnerable, you know, at the same time. Yeah. And this is when my love life shifted.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm.
1: How do you get your... So, if we were to think about three generations, so my baby will be the third, Yeah. I'm the first, my parents are the th- or it's my parents, me, baby. Yes. But right now, should I focus on my grandparents, too? You yes yes for my healing because you
0: are your grandparents okay. your
1: parents and you so then to get information on that would I like talk to my parents or or how exactly would someone facilitate getting that information? Yes. So uh, here annoying. is the thing: sometimes I have clients that don't know
0: anything. I know I don't. Like, like they really just know, know much. a few things. You know, probably. You know, yeah. it does not matter because your body will know. Uh, your body will react to that phrase, that word, mm. and we also have a core language
1: mm.
0: we use. Some words to talk about who we are, to talk about our life. If you really pay attention, you know, like we do have the same vocabulary.
2: Mm.
0: Like maybe you are going to employ a lot, oh my God, I felt abandoned, you know, for anything and nothing, you know, like, or I'm so scared of fire. Why? Mm. What's the trouble, you know, with fire? Um, And this is also how you can know that maybe something happened with fire, you know, maybe Mm. someone. Maybe your house was burned, you know, and your family lost everything, you know, but your body will react. So we are addicted to the story because it's less an excuse, you know, like, Mm -hmm. well, I was sexually abused. So now Mm -hmm. I can also sexually abuse, you know, like other people. No, it's not an excuse. It just right now an addiction, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's like a label, you know, like, hey, hear me, you know, like, it's my excuse here, but it's not an excuse. So, in Family conversation, of course, at first we are going to talk about your story, but then we are going to drop the story. Because we all have a different story. If you ask my brother, you know, like, how he sees my parents, he will have a different story than mine. And I'm sure if you have siblings too,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you will feel like, okay, so they are not sisters? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are they talking about the same parents mm-hmm. here, you know? Like, we all have our own perception. But with your feelings and your emotions, you cannot lie. Mm. You cannot twist the reality of it. And this is how you heal, mm. by feeling. So your story, you can tell me anything. Maybe it's not even the truth, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a big lie too, but I'm going to believe in your lie because this is what you just shared with me. But then I'm going to ask your emotion and feelings to tell me, okay, is that the truth? Is that truly really what happened? And here we can finally move on you can see people when you work with them they just want to so pardon my French uh, bullshit you yeah. they just yeah. want to play a game you know they're just like still in the little game of being a little boy or little girl totally. not being responsible yeah. you know and I'm sure you already met you know those type
1: of yeah. people you know like and you're like okay great yeah. But yeah what's the game for though what do you think it's for like to act like they're doing it yeah and Again. there's resistance to truly doing it it's
0: the need to repair something.
1: Yeah. And that
0: they think you know it's going to happen through you, that
2: you're yeah, responsible. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But actually And no. I feel like especially like our at least where we are and then our parents generation, so the generation above, they don't have the tools necessary, like as much as we do in our generation. So like it just seems so finite that, you know, the father was this way or the mother was this way it's just the way it is mm. and the way i had to deal with it and this is who i am now like yeah. it's this very finite feeling for them i think mm-hmm. and so like there there isn't even closed hope. off too yeah there's not like this sense of hope like yeah. oh maybe if i thought about it a little bit and actually opened up the conversation to what actually happened then there could be some healing there or way in which this could be different from this moment forward yeah it's really sh- way to shut it down
1: that's course. the way it is
2: yep awesome. yeah yep. it's
1: the right. way it the is, is. doing it
0: for years yep. yeah You're yeah but they're afraid
1: yes of
0: you know their emotion and feelings They are afraid of feelings oh, you know you imagine that and yeah i can because i meet a lot of people you know, know. who are afraid you know of feeling of expressing it's also a protection To not forget about that, you know, like Mm, we protect ourselves, you know, like through different behaviors, through different issues, you know. But it's all about protecting your heart, you know, protecting your mind. So Mm. again, it's all about again acceptance. Mm. Okay, ma'am, I can see that right now you just shut down and you don't want to talk about it. You know what? I'm just going to take it as it is. Mm. This is the best way to move on. Mm. So, so some of my clients are like, "Well, I'm here to change my mother." I'm and like, I was just thinking that. Well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Don't like full disclosure here. honestly,
1: if I my parents <laughs> were here, they'd be like, "Huh?"
2: They would be. I don't
1: even know what they would
2: think of like what. Like
1: yeah, it
0: it's not about them. Yeah. It's just about you. Yeah. Do people just,
2: even like uh uh uh. Do you believe ghosts? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know can. you can.
0: You know how we heal ghosts? How? By recognizing them. We have ghosts in our family. Maybe the one who murdered someone and so who was rejected. Or maybe someone who did commit suicide, but we say it was a disease. Those are ghosts. Wow. And they are here. Everyone in the family belongs. So everyone needs to be recognized. This is also a really common thing in family constellations. Same thing for miscarriage and abortion.
1: Mm. Yeah. Remember Susie Batiste with her abortion? Everyone. Yeah.
0: You need to recognize everyone. Wow. That's really important. And the ghost, they will live. The dead members, they only want to be acknowledged. Mm. That's it. Mm -hmm. And then they will just go. Mm. But yes, that's also really important. Wow. Especially Mm -hmm. with women. Abortion yeah. and miscarriage is also Absolutely. so deep you know like but yeah it's it's really, really important wow and um, it's deep healing mm-hmm. there is also another common theme is receiving. Mm-hmm. It's always easier to give, you know like than to receive. How we receive in life is how we receive from our mother. Did you take her love as it was? Mm-hmm. did you receive? her, you know, her life, her heritage, you know, whatever she wanted to pass on to you freely and openly. Or did you resist? Success starts with our mother. So, the more we receive in life, the more we succeed in life, it's because it's not about the quality of the relationship with your mother, okay? It's not about like, oh, I have the best mother, so I'm just going to receive anything Mm -hmm. in life. No, it's just your perception toward her. Did I receive what she was able to give to me?
2: Mm.
0: Oh, That's a good one. Not less, not more. Mm. Thank you so much, mom. I gladly check what you were able to give it to me. Mm. And I'm just going to move on. There is no more expectation toward her. Mm-hmm. And so then you can ask the same from others.
1: Mm. That's really interesting. That's my life. No yeah. expectation.
2: Yeah.
1: At all. And it's really nice. Yes. It's not perfect, but it's gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's like no expectation. Yep. Because you are present. Yeah. You are
0: here in the moment, you yeah. know? And you're just going to receive whatever is going to happen right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. you cannot be disappointed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love
2: it. Do you believe in like karma for people? Like, do you believe that like your parents are experiencing maybe in their relationship or individually a certain karma that like you can't? touch and it is for them to live and experience I don't know like
0: we are influenced by our parents you know in our story but then I think we always have the choice to change mm-hmm. so the malediction the curse you know like how many times I've heard Marie and I'm cursed <laughs> you know in my family women cannot be happy mm-hmm. in their marriage I'm like no you can be happy you can just say, "Me, I'm just going to break free." Like you can, sh- you can kind change. of take
2: control of whether they chose to or not. Of course, right, right. Of, of course. course,
0: you can change the pattern. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like it's not because on three generations before me, all of them when were miserable that I have to be miserable too. You can also be like, "Thank you so much for showing me actually well, what I
2: don't want yeah. to be."
1: Mm. It's
2: like letting go of so, like also exactly. just mourning the fact that they didn't make the choice to change
0: that yeah. yeah you can make the choice mm-hmm. yeah we are responsible for our life you can be a jerk or you can be a great person yeah. but it's a choice it's not an excuse and i res- i actually have more respect for someone who is a jerk but on it yes yeah, me i'm too. a mean person oh, Always yeah. say that then actually someone who's like oh, i'm so spiritual you know totally. and i love fairies and unicorns, and then the day after i can see her yelling you know like at her kids and i'm totally. like Oh, oh, there is something. If you're gonna be a bitch, here. be a bitch. If you're yeah. gonna suck, suck. Just if you're own be cool, it. just cool. Own it. Yeah, own it.
1: Own it. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you're like working front desk at a hotel and just own it. If That's you're serving, it. own it. If you're working on Wall Street, own it. Don't care. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Own it. Own it. It will also avoid a lot of problems and issues with others.
1: hmm Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. I feel good. Yeah, I, I feel this. real good. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, what have you got going on this year? Where can our where can our listeners connect with you? I know that they're going to be. So first, my book. Yes. <laughs> say, if anyone
0: yes. knows someone yes. who would like to represent me, you know, who would like I to love publish me, like please, I'm here, Marine Cellini. My book is already ready, you know. So yes, yeah, but I that. I really think family constellations can be um it's the next time. thing you know I like it's time agree. you know like it's a big thing you know so i really want to advocate you yep. know like on behalf of family constellations um then i will be back in september still in new york for all of my workshops and my course in family constellations it's a combination of the theory of family constellation and mm-hmm. also the healing part cool. um come so to I'm
1: la we should do one
0: Yes, I, w- yes done. I want to go to Elizabeth. Really so no, no. We can no, do the we'll, whole do yeah, yeah. we'll handle it. I would love to. Yeah. Deal, deal. But, right. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Private workshops, you know. have a website? Any questions? My website, merbinseleni.com. There is actually going to be a new one. Great. Launched in September. So, nailing the family
2: constellations yeah. method.
0: And uh, yeah, yeah. So exciting. You. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing
2: this. I this think this is crazy. really going to open a lot of people up yeah. to healing Mm -hmm. you know in places that they didn't think they could
1: thank you so much this
2: is so great thank you so so much and that was perfect (laughs) thank you all
1: right right. thanks guys see you you later let's join um or let's talk about this in the secret facebook group see you on instagram and see you on tour love
2: you love you
1: join our secret Facebook group where we we talk about relationship stuff all the time. You can find it on Facebook by searching Secret Almost 30 Podcast Facebook group. There's about 5,000 other women in there waiting to chat and connect with you. So we'd love to have you in there. And then thanks so much for writing a review. It
2: means a lot and we read every one of them. So really appreciate that. Yes. And thanks so much to everyone who has thus far come to see us on tour. It means so much. We've had the best best time and we've been getting the feedback that you did too so um it really lights us up tell your friends if you know that we're going to their city we want to meet you guys um and we love you thanks so much for listening we will see you on thursday